Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. You guys excited? Come on. Love is in the air. All right. All the tired moms are like, all right, you guys, come on. I'm going to pump you up today. We're going to talk about marriage and motherhood. And uh, I wrote a blog post called 25 Ways to Stay Married for 25 Years. And so I'm going to kind of go over that a little bit with you. Some Some of those, I probably don't have time today to do all 25 of those uh, things. But you can look it up if you go to HeidiStJohn.com. Um, actually, you could just go to Heidi St. John and maybe in the search bar type in 25 ways, and I bet you that post will come up. But I've been married to my amazing husband for 27 years, going on 28. It'll be 28 years. He's looking at me right now, my engineer husband, my handsome hunk of husband sitting over there. He engineers this podcast. And we're going on 28 years of marriage. And I, I'm, I'll i be honest, we, you know, we've had some ups and downs. We've got uh, seven kids, and uh, that alone, uh, if doesn't make you, uh, if it doesn't make you run for cover, nothing will. Um, but in reality, um, the nitty gritty really of our marriage is kind of, kind of the glue that's holding us together. I mean, we talk a lot about the shared experiences we've had. A lot of them have been hard experiences. Uh, certainly, we walked through, we've walked through financial difficulty together, and in in twenty eight years, we've had some really hard. Um, I don't even know if that's the right word. Really sad things that have happened to us uh, in the course of our ministry. Uh, my husband was a pastor for nearly twenty years, and we work uh, full time in ministry now. And we've we've gone through some pretty deep water. Uh, we've struggled. We've had struggles with our kids, and we talk a lot about about that. And we've had seasons even in our marriage where uh, the enemy has you know wormed his way into our marriage, and for whatever reason, um, we find that we're sort of you know you know how it is when sort of every little thing that you do. Um, irritates your husband or everything he does irritates you and you can sort of get into this little uh, funk. And we've definitely uh, we've definitely been there as well. But uh, I I reflect um, a lot on 25 years of marriage. Hitting the 25-year mark for me was a huge deal uh, because my parents didn't make it that far. My parents were married, I think, right under 20 years when they were divorced. And Jay's parents were married almost 50 years. Is that right, babe? Almost, yeah, almost 50 years uh, when his dad... Uh, passed away a couple of years ago. And that is a legacy that I hope to pass on uh, to our children as well. And in September of 2014, Jay and I celebrated 25 years and our oldest daughters, uh, our two oldest daughters put together an evening of remembering for us. And um, I've I've discovered as I get older, I'm kind of a, I'm not really a, a gifts person. Like, you know, my love language, not really, not really gifts. So I have a hard time giving gifts because I'm not really good at getting them. I'm sort of an acts of service girl. I don't know if maybe most moms kind of fall into that category. You know, like, if you love me, clean my kitchen, (laughs) right? I'm always telling my husband, you know, sex, it starts in the kitchen, in front of the dishwasher. 
And uh, he likes to take that all kinds of different places. But I got to thinking as my daughters were doing this thing and putting together all these pictures, that time has gone by really fast. Uh, Jay and I, you know, as I said before, we are down one parent now. We are the grandparents of two beautiful little boys. Um, since I wrote that post, our son has graduated from high school and is kind of trying to uh, to uh, fly and flap his wings in the adult uh, world. And uh, we no longer have toddler in our home. And so um, it seems like things are going by uh, really fast. And I think that this generation, I, I look at my grandparents and their marriage for almost of almost 65 years, and Jay's parents who were married for just under 50 years. And I think this generation is kind of struggling uh, to do what Jay's parents and my grandparents did. But somehow, you guys, we've got to figure it out. I It's hard for me to believe that times are harder now than they were uh, during the Great Depression. My grandparents used to talk to me about that. They had they struggled through infertility, uh, the depression, um, loss, and uh, all kinds of heartbreak. And I think the thing that set them apart was commitment. So uh, on this, the eve of Valentine's Day, I really just want to take a few minutes and give you a couple of pointers, some things that have really uh, blessed me and my husband over the 27 years uh, that we have been together. Because honestly... Um, I hope to make it to 50, 50 years, and that will be 2039, all right? A moment of silence for 2039. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of old now, but you've got what it takes. So here's the first the first thing. And if you want to see all 25 of those things, um, please head on over to my blog, go to HeidiStJohn.com. Here's the first one, though. Take your vows seriously. Um, we say our vows and we kiss and people clap, but I wonder if we really know what we're saying when we say I do. And my hunch is probably not. A vow is meant to be forever until death do us part. And it better be pretty serious if we're even going to consider breaking a covenant like that. And and I know that there are deal breakers, certainly. But the whole, I'm not happy and uh, I just don't love you anymore, shouldn't be one of them, all right? Two, expect adversity. Uh, the battle lines were drawn the day we said for better or worse. It's us against whatever may come. And expect the worse and hang on to the better when it comes. And boy, that is great advice to just be able, when the good times come, enjoy them. You know, one of my favorite artists, uh, Amy Grant, wrote a song about hard times, and she said, hard times are going to come, and they'll come till we're done. And that is really the truth. And so when when you are in a season of, you know, everything's going fine, the, the mortgage isn't uh, feeling too heavy on you, and your kids are doing fine, and um, and you know nobody's sick, enjoy it, uh, because hard times are going to come. And if you can really um, prepare for those hard times while you're having um, a season of rest, then you'll find that you'll be stronger when they hit you. All right, three, uh, be the best reason to come home. Here's the thing. I want my husband to think of me as the best reason to get off work early. I want him to know that a warm house and the president of his fan club is waiting for him. A respite, a warm embrace, um, a bowl of cereal or filet mignon is the same when it's served with love, grace, and affection. Four, date each other. This is a, a big deal. I really want to know, why do we stop doing this? Okay, we, we stop doing it right because we have children and, and, and we're tired and it's expensive and all those things. But it doesn't have to be this big um, production when you go out on a date. I think the older that, that uh, I get and the more 
uh, settled into my life with my husband, the more I just appreciate a bowl of popcorn and a movie night at home. I really have come to value the time that we have at home and the time that we can spend alone together. I also have made it um, kind of a priority to know every really good little tiny um, restaurant that's in my neck of the woods. And so like when a new uh, restaurant comes to town, we like to go and check it out. And we found one uh, in Battleground recently. And Jay and I went on a double date uh, just a few days ago with our son-in-law and daughter and had a great time. And we were like, why don't we do this more often? Five minutes from home and just run down there and we can... Uh, and we can enjoy each other's company and spend some time together. So keep dating each other. Don't stop dating. Five, laugh together. Okay, you guys, this is going to be maybe hard for you to believe about me, but I actually have to force myself to laugh when money is tight and babies are crying and teenagers are demanding, but the reward is worth it. Um, I wrote in my blog, life is hard, laugh at the rain. This is something that we we learn to do uh, here in the Pacific Northwest is to laugh at the rain. Six, dream together. Uh, we start out dreaming, right? And then when the dreams die, a little piece of ourselves die with them. So don't stop dreaming. One of the things I love so much about uh, the privilege that I have of being married to the amazing Jay St. John is that he dreams with me. And we've had a lot of dreams together. Some of them have worked out. Some of them haven't. Uh, for example, we had um, a dream of of uh, going on ministry, doing ministry together. And it took us uh, 20 years to see that dream become a reality. But I think working toward that and asking the Lord to open the doors makes it so much sweeter um, when you can realize some of those dreams. Not everything that we have dreamed to do has come true. I mean, we've certainly had, like I said, at the beginning of this uh, podcast, we've certainly had struggles over our 28 years together. But that that dreaming and just creating new dreams and um, beginning together when something doesn't work out is so important to a strong uh, marriage. Number seven, this is a huge one. Are you guys ready for this? Don't play emotional games. Mm-hmm. No drama, mama. All right, enough said. Less Jersey Shore, ladies, okay? Less Jersey Shore, okay? No more snooky. Okay, you don't need that. Okay, eight, be second. What would happen if we made the happiness of our spouse more important than our own happiness? I kind of think a lot less divorces would happen. If each of us was doing exactly what the Bible said, which was to put the other person uh, in front of ourselves, I think we would see amazing things happen. Nine, try new things. Um, a few years ago, Jay and I became foodies together. Um, I love to cook. I've started to uh, do a little bit more... Um, kind of different cooking, I guess. I love to cook pad thai. You guys can find some of the recipes. I sort of explore on my um, on my free time. And Jay is so much fun to cook for because he eats whatever I put in front of him. <laughs> Sometimes it's not always good. Um, but we love to try new things together. Something This was uh, one of the things that we learned from our uh, probably our best friends on this earth, uh, Steve and Jane Lambert. And those guys are foodies. And whenever we go out to eat with them, they're always encouraging us to try something different. So uh, try something different. All right. Uh, number 10, work it out. This is a hard one. Uh, I think it's hard sometimes to look in the eyes of the person that you love and say the hard thing, right? Um, but we really need to do that, right? We've got, um, don't, don't look at your politicians and what you see happening around you, right? Don't take any advice from how they don't work things out in Washington. Compromise is actually essential in every successful relationship. There have been many, many, many compromises that Jay and I have made for each other over our 28 years together. And so many of them 
Um, I I look back and I can think of a few that sort of uh, come to the top of, of my mind. I just wrote about several of them in the new book that I finished um, about some of the compromises that we have made. And when I say compromise, I don't mean you're compromising your morals or your values. I'm saying you're compromising saying, all right, I wanted to do it this way, but I can see you wanted to do it that way. So let's meet in the middle. And so often when you can meet in the middle, um, the other person realizes, you know what? Um, she she gave a little bit for me. She gave in a little bit. You don't have to uh, dig your heels in and not uh, not compromise, all right? Let it go. Frozen. You guys have heard that, right? And we're all sick of it. I'm not even going to sing it for you because I know you want me to, but I'm not going to. But I want to just encourage you, don't hang on to your hurt. Let it go. Ain't nobody got time for that. When you forgive the person who has hurt you, what you're really doing is setting yourself free. So let it go. All right. 12, chase him around the bedroom. And I wrote here, after 25 years, we're realizing that we are not going to stop the clock. So don't waste time playing hard to get. Uh, the the goal is, and we told our daughter this when she got married, is that um, we want to have no regrets. I don't want to look back on my married life and wish that I would have been more available to my husband. I don't want to look back on my uh, my uh, my young years. And by young, I now mean 40s and 50s. <laughs> I don't want to look back on those years and uh, wish that I had behaved a different way. So, um, And that goes right into number 13, which is love your own body. Um, I spent quite a bit of time talking about this in Becoming Mom Strong, the new book that is being uh, published by Tyndale. And I got to tell you guys, after seven years, my body looks like something out of National Geographic magazine, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? Um, but I've learned that the more I can love my myself and the more um, I can just see myself as beautiful in the season of life that I'm in, stretch marks and saggy skin and everything, um, that that translates into a better relationship with my husband. And this is something that um, that I talk about with him quite a bit because it's a huge struggle for me. Um, as somebody who, just like you, I see images on the covers of magazines. I see pictures of women and I just think, shoot fire. You know, I, I'm never gonna look like that again. And uh, I'm just gonna encourage you to love the body that you have, all right? 15, I'm gonna skip down because I'm almost out of time here. I'm gonna hit some of the some of the big ones. 15, protect your time. Uh, gardens that are not tended to die. Gardeners take time to garden. So give your marriage the time that it needs and watch it flourish. Protect the time that you have. Um, 16, compliment each other. So here's here's what I'm talking about. Hey, I love the way you look in that color. You look smoking hot, right? Um, and just say the thing that you know that your spouse needs to hear. So important to be able to do that. I'm gonna skip down to 18. Have babies, you guys, come on. I hear so many women say, oh, I just don't think I can raise babies in a, in a, a culture like this, or I don't wanna have any more babies, or I need time to myself. I'm here to tell you right now, I don't think, uh, I don't even wanna get into like birth control and all that stuff. I just wanna encourage you to see children the way God sees them. And he loves children. He has a heart for children. So you guys know how I feel about having babies. I answer people all the time, yes, they're all ours. Uh, they've made our lives richer and our days louder. So share uh, share uh, that gift that you have of having babies and enjoy the years of your life, which God gives you to have babies. And believe me, I keep telling this to my daughter, they're gonna go by fast. So have a family together. Um, 20, see the bright side. Harder than it sounds when life knocks uh, the breath out of you, but give it a try anyway. I'm gonna skip down um, to the very bottom of the list. Number 25, be faithful. 
women, your vows include fidelity, right? Nothing drains the life out of a marriage faster than adultery. And yes, I put porn in this category. Um, Women who share their husbands with the ghosts of other women are broken in a hundred different ways. So save your bodies all of your lives only for each other. It is my firm belief that the culture has lied to you. It's not just sex. It's more than that. It's the embodiment of all your hope, all your trust, and your deepest giving in a sacred, beautiful gift to have and to hold. Be faithful in your marriage. Marriage is a beautiful, gut-wrenching, free-falling, faith-building adventure, and it's worth it. I'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.